This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, star date. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow. We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. So, we must be somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. And we're definitely somewhere. Does that somehow answer my question? I'm afraid to look. Well, I guess the recall kicked in as soon as we dropped out of the wormhole. Look, that damn 778 is stuck to our hull. Good. Maybe they can fix something while they're out there. What happened to, uh... What's his name's head? Howard! It is up, dear. You need your teeth to hold on. I don't believe it. Is it real? Well, that or it's the biggest green screen ever created. That's... Earth. Oh, wow, it worked. The wormhole brought us home. Oh, thank you, wormhole. Okay, so now we know the where. What else is there to know? Beam me down, Scotty. Papa needs him a sweet tea. <laughs> sure, yeah. Why don't you uh, jump in the shuttle and pop on down there? Let me know what you find. Don't you think they might notice if a shuttle flies away? Uh, yeah, you're right. Stupid question. Oh, by the way, do you want anything while I'm down there? Livestream what you see to my monitor. Okay, on it. Bring back snacks. So, maybe some chocolates. We could get some chocolates and some caramels. Ooh, I have not had caramel in so long. Wait, good. change your shirt. It's... Maybe some 
red. Damn it. Hope his luck holds. just did this. Oh, the, the oopfin and all. Did anyone else already oomph once? Aftershocks? To be expected. It's a wormhole, not an earthquake you like it. Oi! I don't know what that means. Hey! Look! Earth! Oh. Welcome back, Colin. Are, are you alright? I don't want to be alone right now. And you lot are my only option, which is fine, actually. My god. Is that Earth? It looks like it. Greenish and bluish in all the right places. No, it cannot be. Wait, do I smell fromage? Sorry. Shut up. If that even is Earth, it's miles away. Surely you can't smell it from here. The question is, my boy, can you? What are you talking about? It is, I think, Gruyere. Or perhaps... Camembert. Don't be an idiot, Freeze. It's clearly liver or paired with a local Calvados. Oh, we must be passing over Normandy. What? Does this mean the objects are close by? Perhaps. But I am thinking Colin's powers are not depending upon the objects. They are simply going greater over time. Mm, fabulous. Let's pass over somewhere really sweaty so I can enjoy the full effect. I want cheese. Leet any of your infamous queso incarnata infierno left. Sorry. <laughs> Turns out it's really hard to milk a milkweed. Damn. Everything I love leaves me. Oh, <gasps> oh. oh can cheese leave? Would you like to read my novel, Colin? That might give you some comfort. Or maybe even at least distract you. You know what, Dr. Theo? I think I might, actually. Oh, This little fellow is very depressed, I think. That could be very useful. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I am flattered, Colin. That was just... I, I happen to have a copy with me. So, uh, you're... Standing uh, somewhere here, ish. Right? My, that's um substantial. Uh, when did you finish it? Finish. So, what do we do now? Maybe someone should run down and have a quick look. See me. I shall do it. If you could perhaps drop me at the Fromagerie Laurent Dubois, just left of the sign in Paris. Ooh, I could nibble. <laughs> a quick trip in the shuttle for some cheese and crackers. Or mm. on oh, some uh, reconnaissance, of course. Oh, shit. Oh, the Oz-9 is just a giant taxi now, is it? Perhaps you could enlighten me on what other purpose this ship has served. Mm. Is it not a taxi for the plants? Mm. I... we... Uh... uh damn. <laughs> Ooh, we... The Oz-9 is much too big to get close. You'll have to take the shuttle. Uh, I believe the Al... Uh, our feathered friend. 
grounded the shuttle some time ago. I appreciate your sensitivity, Greg, but I can't still hear you. Actually, Jesus! 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 What? <gasps> the shuttle is gone. Stop it! That's enough! Just stop! Sweetie? Ben, what's going on? I can't take this anymore. I swear to God, I lose a year of my life every time someone scares the crap out of me. And I'm down to maybe five good years left. Why can't anyone in her room like a normal, goddamned human being? I don't know many normal, goddamn human beings, but if you point me at one, I'll try to mimic their behavior. Who the hell are those? Wing assassin number two, I presume? Uh, number 14, actually. <laughs> Your AI is remarkably choosy. Is she, though? Hang on. Speaking of having the crap scared out of you, where's Joe? Is anyone else seeing wings? Captain, you look exhausted. You've been holding the ship together for days. Why don't you let me make you a nice cup of cudfi? Uh, I honestly don't know what to do right now. Moment. What is your assassin name, huh? Pipistrel, but most everyone calls me Pippi. Pippi what? That is not a thing. Actually, it's a kind of bat. I guess that explains the wings, which no one else seems concerned about. Are you always this, uh, relaxed? Ooh, very good, Dr. Theo. Oh, thank you. Colin, do you need to sit down? You're pale. What? How do you know? Can you see me? Not exactly. I echolocate, hence the name. Yes. You're not making any noise. Oh, I am, I assure you. Colin is right there. And I can tell from the bounce back that he isn't feeling entirely well. Ben, are you seeing the wings? Right now, I'm just seeing spots. Put your head between your knees. Wait, first I gotta know if you're seeing the wings. Mm -hmm. That can't be normal. Not even here. I didn't expect the albatross to be replaced quite so quickly. She can't be replaced. Leet is correct. The albatross is one of a kind. Well, two, actually, but uh, I'm, I'm not here to replace her. I was called up when she passed. So she was number 13. Huh, how very um, apt. The albatross was number one. Even more apt. Indeed. So... Julie, yes, I have fully functional wings. Another of Dr. Von Haberzetzer's little dalliances into the whimsical, which was then stolen and used. I also have very keen hearing. Clearly. So, from 1 to 14. That's a lot of trained killers running around this ship. Oh, not at all. Even from aboard the Ozdesi, your AI is quite... Micromanagey. Ah, this explains the opening and closing of the outer doors I've been seeing here on this screen. Yes, I'm afraid the skies above Earth are a bit littered with assassins just now. Robot assassins? Therefore, not dead, but almost certainly raging. That's problematic, eh? Yeah, I'm guessing they're more than a little benign. Ben I'm sorry? Uh, just uh, leave it. Trust me. Uh, you'll get used to it. Just... Uh, uh, actually, Captain, we're close enough to Earth's atmosphere to eliminate the problem, um, so to speak. You are correct, Dr. Bromay. Gosh, you pink cute. 
Here we go. Uh, about the hostile robots in the sky? Dr. Brome is as right as he is swoony, Captain. Milwaukee is getting a spectacular, if unexpected, meteor show tonight. Ouch. Indeed, but, you know, better that than a rain of confused and angry assassins. Ooh. Oh. Colin, I, I do think you ought to sit. You're still pinging pale. Yes, I, I think I might just lie down. Right here. Oh, dear. He's passed out. Where's his head? Anybody know where his head is? Oh, poor Colin. Oi, I got so many questions for you, Miss Pipistrella. And I have a great many answers, Dr. Van Haberzetzer, though I can't guarantee they'll all match. She shut her. She has flown, eh? I must let Monsieur Sweathers know. But wait, he is shut. <laughs> My poor frozen brain is not yet ready for the strategizing. <laughs> but I know who can help me. Stepping on board the Oz-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. Well, Jesus! That was unpleasant. Jesus! Who the hell are you? I thought this ship was supposed to be impenetrable. That's what she... Oi! None of your sexist business here, mate. Uh, yeah, that was all you. Are you giving me guff? It's alright. This geezer is one of me boys. One of me firm. Um, is is this the Oznacy? We call him Doc, on account of his big brain and quick grasp of reality, you see. Found him in Stoke Newington Prison and sprang him on account of uh, his skills. Which are? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, you'll find... No, you'll find... You'll... You'll... You'll find out when you need him, eh? Weren't you American a moment ago? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Because <laughs> Americans get bunged up in Stoke. Stoke. Netherlands. Newington. All the time, right? Oi. <laughs> 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 you taking liberties with my boss lady here? I have no idea. Uh, best to say no, bruv, or he's like to bash you up. Ah, no. No liberties. Wait a minute. Why are the two of you here? Oh, that's random, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> random. You press a button, mate. Not at all. Oh, that'll do, lads. Business to be done. Follow the doors. I've got friends in high places, know what I mean? You know what she means. I'd like a little lie down, if I may. Parlez-vous er français? I'll give you a little lie down, you old todger. Codger! That too. No time for a kip, mate. <laughs> How about you head through that door, you waster? Baster. My name's 
felonious. Ooh, yeah? So? I think it might be easier for me to recognize when you're talking to me rather than this bewildering array of slang terms. Oh, hear all them fancy Ooh, little fancy words. fancy words. Just a your trousers. All right, baloney, baloney. Let's move. Oh, no. Now, that won't do at all. Move! What are you doing here? No idea. I was on the nine, then suddenly I'm traveling through a wormhole, which is nothing like it is on television, by the way, and then I popped out here. Am I still unnoticeable? Left! Not sure, since you were talking when we found you. I guess we'll find out. How does Felonius not know who we are? Ah, well, I'm a master of disguise, remember? As for you, either you're hidden under the cloak of my genius, or your belt still has some power to disguise you. And, well, it is rather dark in here. Giftor's mouth, I guess. Uh, Where are we going? I haven't a Scooby. What does that mean? Left! I haven't a Scooby-Doo. Clue! I haven't a clue. What are you talking about? You don't... No Cockney rhyming slang. I was born in Topeka. Right! Then why the hell did you go with an East Ender accent? Mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure America has gangsters, doesn't it? I mean, you couldn't give it a bit of a Chicago or New York. Huh? I was following huh? your lead. Question uh, is, whose lead are you following? Oh, hush, Joseph. I'm pretty sure it's Olivia opening these doors. Pretty sure? Oh, he's the best we've got. Now do shut up and try not to give us away. Left! Where in God's name are we going? Well now, you'll find out, won't you, love? Well, yes, eventually, when we get there. Do you often have conversations like this? No idea. Keep grokking, geezer. Keep grokking? Grocks? Like the rubber clocks with all the holes? Yeah, crocs. Walking. Look, if I don't know London gangster slang, neither does he. Left! Fair point. Look lively, baloney. Yeah, Codswallop. Move your bloomin' horse. Oh, Codswallop. I mean, that doesn't... And did you just quote my fair lady? She was cockney. What's next? Hmm? Tuppence for a poor girl. I was under pressure. <laughs> right! Finally! Took you long enough? Oh, for heaven's sake. Aren't we back where we started? Shut your duff and plant your fanny over there. Oh, dear... You really should have gone American. Wrong word. So very wrong. Is it shine your fanny and pluck your duff? What did I say? Never mind. We weren't that popular in England anyway. Matter at hand? Who is that speaking? That's not Mary Poppins' Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, I had to put him out of my misery. I am astonished that Wally got you all the way to Steve. Steve? That's what I'm calling the planet of the plants. That ridiculous gagging hairball name is just unattractive. So, you chose... Steve. Uranus was already taken. Who are you? What do you want? Why are you here? Where's Tiberius? Let me explain. Uh, no, there's too much. Shut up. Question is, old chum, why was you following that other ship with your docking equipment hanging out of your pants, eh? Who? I don't believe it's any concern of yours. Ah. See now, what I concerns myself with becomes my concern, see? And what I concerns myself with ain't no concern of yours. There's, of course, your concern. Yeah, concerned, like worried. Get it? No, no, Frank, like involved, yeah? Yeah. What button? Show me the... with 
without touching me. Touch me again, Pecarious Pilot, and see what life is like as an asteroid. Give me the microphone and stop hovering. Your breath is foul. Chief's a bit of a mug, eh? <laughs> your words. Possibly your last words. If he ever hears you. Yeah, well, given his techie know-how, I reckon I'm in the clear, eh, Doc? <laughs> Doc! Oh, right. Clear as houses. Clear as... No. Oh, good God. Just... Just chortle. Rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. Listen to him. Look right there, precarious. Precarious, look. Look, precarious. Precarious, he's right there. Right there, you idiot. No, 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 no. Eyes this way, at least the one that points right. Look at my finger. I'm pointing. Yes. Very good. Now look at where my finger is pointing, not at the finger itself. See that dot? That's felonious. And he's not where I sent him. Go fetch him. Apparently his others isn't quite dead yet, and I require an explanation as well as a dead body. Why is this little light on? It's blinding. Yes, this... This one, this light, this little light of mine. Uh, uh, well. Disregard everything you've just heard. Especially felonious. Or else. Damn that tight Italian weave. Bring that round again, Gov. Oh, please stop. Trying. Southers was wearing a Brunello Cuscinelli suit. Those Italians always design like the wearer has been targeted by the mob. Uh, I should have known that tiny pistol didn't have the firepower. And now Tiberius is after me. Well, I might suggest the three of you wander on down to Earth then. It's not far, and this thing has a whole fleet of shuttles. Uh, I reckon we should have a little bit of an amble. <laughs> you solid, little blue. I'm green. And assuming solid means comfortable and without a care in the world, certainly. Off you pop, I'm going exploring. Exploring? Now see here! <laughs> Ouch! Oh, I've missed that. The power, the heat, the sweet smell of singed idiot. Well, that's interesting. What are the odds that these shuttles just took off? Hmm. Right, shuttle number nine is ready in idling. Follow the doors. How about you take point there, uh, Toff? <laughs> about. First, let's cough up whatever you plugged Southers with, eh? Uh, my god, is this even English? The Queen's own, Yank, and don't you forget it. Hand over your gun. You were asking for my gun? The word gun wasn't in any of that. Uh, yeah, two things for a bit of clarity here, mate. One, you're about five seconds from a trip through space without the comforts of a shuttle. And two, I ain't asking. She ain't asking! That's what I said. Shh! I don't have it. I threw it in a water hazard. If you don't give it up, my son, 
I'm about to be a water hazard. What? <laughs> water hazard? It's a threat. Adult male humans are 60% water. Oh, I beg you, stop trying. Oi! Someone's going to notice that shuttle sitting there, engines running, twiddling its little shuttly thumbs. Right, let's bugger. Stop! There's a shuttle right here, and I'll save you the several minutes of bickering over the controls, none of which any of them had the least idea about. Fortunately, Olivia took over and landed them safely in French Lick. Little did any of this bunch know, there were already two shuttles there, parked on various fairways, but out of sight of one another. Pluto! 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 I'm here, my lady. You made it back to me. Oh, no. I made it back to Earth, mister. Don't go making assumptions. My queen may deny all she wishes, but I know the truth. I may be no expert in these matters, but surely this shuttle is a far more space-worthy vessel than one would expect aboard the Oz-9. Funny thing there. When we came out of the wormhole, Friendly and I found ourselves aboard the Asda Sea. Friendly? Oh, sure. That's what I call the nice plant I was visiting at the time. They must have mixed the plant DNA with Golden Retriever or something, because she was practically sitting on my lap on the way down. You brought one of the plants to Earth? Is that wise? Oh, I couldn't leave her on the Asda Sea. But I did have to leave her on the shuttle. Not enough sulfur here. Not yet. Though I fear the sulfurization has begun, even now I hear the souls of the underworld cry out that my realm is altered from what it was. Oh boy, we better get moving like a bunch of thirsty tailgaters when they hear from the land of sky blue waters crank up. To clarify, that means hurry, correct? Oh, sweetie, you have so much to learn. And all of eternity to learn it, my love. Oh, you're adorable when you're overconfident. The Land of Sky Blue Waters is the theme song of Ham's Beer, see? So, Ham's Beer was first brewed in 1865 in St. Paul. That's in Minnesota, of course. Theodore Ham was a German immigrant who inherited the Excelsior Brewery, so he nearly lost it all when his partner went off to earn his fortune in the gold rush. That didn't turn out so good, see? And Ham had to move his entire family into the brewery. We're now just two episodes from the end of season four, and things are definitely... Yeah, I'm just gonna let you mad lib an adjective in here. I'm fresh out. Quick recap, though. The tour guide has apparently reached Earth as his shuttle is on the third fairway. Donna and one of the friendly plants have also reached French Lick, and Mrs. Sheffield, Joe, and Felonius executed a rather clumsy landing on the putting green. Sadly, they also executed a caddy who really should have been a bit more aware of his surroundings, quite frankly. Interestingly, the caddy is Matt's nephew, the last of the line, finally putting the end to a genetic anomaly that gave them all chins like the prow of a battleship. You've been listening to Eric Perry as Howard, Joe, and Dr. Von Havasetzer, Tim Sherburn as Colin and Emily, Richard Cohen as Leet, Bonnie Brantley as Jesse and Donna, Shannon Perry as Madeline and Olivia, Chrissy Talon Sage as Julie, David S. Deer as Dr. Theo Brome, and Tiberius, Aaron Clark as Lebichon Frise and Ben, Kevin Hall as Greg and Felonius, Sarah Golding as Mrs. Sheffield, 
Lee Shackelford as Pluto, Kyle Jones as Narrator 2, introducing Sarah Ray Werner as Pipistro, and I'm Chris Nadolny Gorley, your narrator. Oz 9 was written by Shannon Perry, edited by Sarah Golding, and sound designed by Oliver Morris. John Faley is our composer and music man. Our art is by Lucas Elliott. We love hearing from you, so leave us a review if it strikes your fancy, or find us on Twitter at Oz9Podcast. Until next time, space monkeys, shoot for the stars. Just not literally. It's a lightning baller. I thought you said you didn't kill people. Ah, I said I didn't do death threats, dear. But there's something delightfully efficient about death. They call her hard-hearted henna, the vamp of Savannah. Care for a cigarette? No. I only smoke after sex. Care for a cigarette in four hours? I've done a mighty fine job at the fem bit, but be warned, if you interrupt Carmella's plans, you will see me a bit more... fatel. What? Time and memory are soups. They form a heady broth from which I can do not but taste all its flavors, good and ill. Is that a... Yep. It's the only way. But it's a tight show. Why that will give me an earful. She's hard-hearted henna, the vamp of Savannah G. Nightlife. Coming to the Lightning Bottler on the 30th of September. Oh, barman. A pitcher of water and four coffees. Three flat whites, one flat red. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. So this is the end of the world. Pretty weird, right? I'm Hannah. I'm sure you've probably noticed by now. I'm a zombie. Might even be the last one. From the creator of Redmond Born and Cybernautica. I can't exactly control most of the things zombie me does. I'm basically what amounts to a backseat driver in my own body. You learn to kind of just go with it after a while, I think. Like, do I feel bad for eating a family of four when I was new? You bet. Not exactly my favorite memory. <laughs> Hannah is living her best unlife, while unknowingly being on a crash course with Callie, an explorer desperately seeking to leave her mark on an American wasteland that seems to be all out of new discoveries. Oh, one might say that it's the comics that got me into this, but between you and me, I'm gonna blame the McSodas. No sense in ruining everything I like in one day. Together, this unlikely pair team up against the dangers of post-apocalyptia. <sighs> okay, okay. This thing is not playing around head on. Shit, incoming! Sometimes I miss the old days. Killing zombies for upstart communities, now that was a lot more simple.
lot more ethical, too. Wouldn't you say so? Don't you think it's a little more ethical to kill a zombie than just some stranger on the road? Pan Apocalypse. A story about love, death, and robots. Just not the Netflix guy.